Hey, welcome back everybody. You're listening to the Paradigm Shift Podcast. This episode is going to be a pretty fun one. Uh, we got February coming around and just because of that, we want to talk about relationships. So I'm pretty excited about this. We're actually going to be doing a relationship Q&A and this is going to be my favorite guest we've ever had on the podcast. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hello. Hi, my name is Alicia and I've been married to Alex for five years I get the opportunity to help with Daily PS a little bit with the social media, and I run my own online business. It's a women's clothing boutique called Adorn Apparel. Yeah, so this is my wife with me. I'm really excited. Are you nervous? A little bit. I figured. You've never <laughs> been on a podcast before. This is your first, so it'd be pretty fun. But anyway, I'm really excited about it because we, um, we went around uh, kind of social media. I guess, Alicia, you, you were the one running this kind of the campaign of gathering questions about relationships, we got a lot of responses, so there's no way we're gonna get to even uh, even many of them at all, but we kind of picked out some that were really our favorite and seemed to be the trend that people were, were asking. So we're just gonna jump right in here and answer some questions. You ready? Yep. Cool, all right, so first one. Um, and again, this is all kind of focused around Christianity and that's kind of our, that's where we're at. You know, That's our wheelhouse and that's what we wanna focus on. So these are what we believe to be other believers asking us these questions. So the first one, is it okay to date around? I think so. I think you should be proactive. Just like if you're looking for a job, you're not just going to sit at home all day and be praying that God would bring you a job miraculously. Right. You're going to go out, you're going to look for job openings, you're going to fill out applications, you're going to seek to get an interview at whatever type of job. So you definitely need to be proactive and not just sit around to wait for that perfect person to pop up. I totally agree with you on that. And actually, I love something that our pastor said at one point. He said, a date is not a marriage proposal. That's kind of always stuck with me as one being really funny, but it's also true. Like there's no problem with going on dates as long as, of course, you're keeping God first and you're not going out doing things that you know you shouldn't be doing, which is a question we're going to cover a little bit later. But I agree with you on that 100%. All right. Question number two. Is it okay to date someone who is not a Christian? So I... Technically, it's probably, I don't necessarily know if it'd be a sin. It does, the Bible talks about being equally yoked though, and I think that's a big deal. It's gonna be kind of a problem. I think that you want to cover that a little bit as well, but I'm kind of just gonna take, uh, really gonna go into the Old Testament here with my answer. I think back to King Solomon. Uh, he was considered to be the wisest man to ever walked the face of the earth at that point. However, he was ended up being corrupted, and he was corrupted by the, the people that were closest to him, which were the people he chose to be his wives. And that, that's saying a lot that like bad company is going to corrupt good character and good morals. And I think that if we're willing to date somebody who's done the same morals as us, who's not willing to come on our level, that's going to be kind of a, pro a problem. You know, what, what do you think about that? Absolutely. So I just think about how the Bible tells us to be equally yoked. And for that, it's the same belief system for me. Um, just thinking about in marriage, if you don't have the same belief system, things are going to be harder um, and then also once you have kids, which we don't yet, but I can only imagine if you have kids and you're not like having the same belief system, how do you raise your kids? That's true. Like if you're the mom and you're a Christian, do you want to take your kids to church? Absolutely. Is your husband going to want that? Maybe not. So just the smallest things can become a huge issue if you don't have the same belief system. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, okay. Next question here. Is it okay to have sex with somebody before I'm married? I would say no. 
Um, that is straight up answered in the Bible that um, sexual immorality, anything before marriage, um, is definitely a sin. And I just think more scientifically, um, once you begin having sex with someone, it kind of clouds your brain. And it's like your brain is overtaken by your emotions. So you're going to put up with things that you might not put up with. You're going to make different decisions than what you would normally make if you weren't sexually involved with that person. Yeah, there's actually a lot of um, material around the internet from like third parties, and some of them are not even Christian, talking about what sex does outside of marriage and how it does something different in your brain. Uh, not going to get into all the scientific side of it, but I kind of wanted to ask this question because we had another kind of question, a little bit more intense, come through on the same topic. It says, what if my boyfriend or girlfriend is a Christian, but they're pressuring me to have sex? Like, it's still wrong, obviously, but like, what do you do in that situation? I wanted to cover this one, obviously, because this, this is a big deal. For sure. I think that you should probably stop and evaluate your relationship. I agree. Because especially from the beginning, if that other person is already kind of pushing you or pressuring you, you're going to cave at some point. So I'm fairly certain that if you're not exactly on the same page of where you're going to stop, what is too far, that you're going to cave at some point and you're going to end up in a place where you don't want to be. Like there's no question about it. Yeah, I think setting that expectation from the start of the relationship is, is a really good thing. I mean, maybe not on the first date. But, you know, when you realize the relationship's going somewhere, it's good to sit down and say, hey, this is, like, where I stand. These are my morals. This is as far as I'm willing to go. And make yeah. sure that you feel like it's compatible with the other person. If that person's like, well, I have no conviction in the area of, <laughs> you know, sex. And so it's like you want to make sure you're really covering that so you don't run into those things. So Definitely. Okay. Question number four. What are some character traits I should look for in a significant other? Um, I'm just going to jump in and answer this one. I, I, I can immediately think of a few things here. Um, first, you want somebody who loves God. I think that's kind of obvious. Absolutely. Also, somebody that loves his or her family is a big deal. Look at the family life. If they have a really rough family life, I understand some people can't help it and the situation's just bad. But in general, how do they treat the people close to them? Are they disrespectful to their mother and their father? You know, that's, some, that's like a key indicator for how someone's going to be in their life. Yeah. Um, also, someone who loves their friends. Do they have a lot of friendships? Are they deep friendships? Or do they not really ever seem to have any friends for more than just a couple of weeks or months? That, to me, is another red flag. Um, I also, one thing that, that I think a lot of people need to look for is someone who understands how to treat a significant other is a big deal. Like, do they treat... Do they treat you well? You know, when you go on a date with somebody, do they understand that, like, if, if it's a guy taking a girl on a date, does he get your door for you? Is he willing to pay for things? Like, how does he treat you? How does he make you feel type of thing? Because the truth is that only kind of gets like, people on their best foot at the beginning, you know, their best foot forward type of thing. Yeah. So you want to make sure at the start that, like, you feel like this person respects you and is really going to and gonna do a good job. And that's a character trait that you can't pass up. Yeah. And kind of the last one I, w- I want to mention, this is a little bit more on, like, the uh, kind of the spiritual level, but also, like, the mindset level. Um, you don't want somebody who's manipulative or someone that's that's not easygoing, someone that's always like uptight or gets mad easily. Um, you want to be really careful with those things because that again, that only gets worse as time goes on. I think it's really important to make sure you got somebody who's like laid back, somebody who's really like helping you push yourself forward and what you want to do, not trying to manipulate you into doing what they want to do type of thing. They want you to fulfill your dream. I think that's a big deal to be able to see in a relationship. Yeah, those are definitely all great things. All right, number five. How do you build trust in a relationship? So the first place I want to start, this is a great question because building trust is uh, it's not the easiest thing in the world if you've been hurt in past relationships. I feel like in this day and age, many people have been hurt in relationships and they kind of go into their new relationship feeling like they maybe can't trust somebody. Um, and I think that the bit, first thing you have to do is kind of remember that this person I'm about to start dating or that I am dating is not the person that I dated previously or not somebody who was in a relationship yeah. previously. 
I think that that's like a really, it's a really big deal to be able to say, you know what, this is a, it's a blank canvas, I'm starting over, and you should always start with trust. I think if you have some sort of trust issue from the beginning, maybe you need to be single for a while. You know, maybe it's not time for you to jump into a relationship if you haven't been able to let those things go. Yeah. Um, just speaking from, you know, openly about your, your and I relationship, we both came from some hurtful past and things like that where we had our trust broken and things like that. But by the time we got together, which was years later, we came into our relationship trusting each other uh, completely. And yeah. it, it worked really well because we had time to heal and things like that. Yeah. So I think building trust in relationship starts with trusting from the beginning. And then um, there's a few other things. Why don't you go ahead and share one that you think is a, a big deal? Yeah, the main one for me um, is open communication. Mm, so I know good. for Alex and I, like we talk about everything, um, no matter what we're doing, no matter what's going on. Um, it's just completely open to talk about whatever's going on. So if I ever have hurt feelings over something, I feel completely free to open that up to Alex to offer him what those feelings are and maybe what he did to hurt my feelings so we can get that cleared up and fixed as soon as possible so it's not lingering. I don't blow up later because I've been mad about five different small things and it just exploded. Right. Um, so open communication, absolutely. I think one more thing on this topic before we move on. Um, I think building trust always starts with you letting go. And what I mean by that is a lot of people kind of jump into a relationship like wanting to be in control. But if you're in control, you can't really build trust because you're yeah. sitting back to like trying to be like, I'm going to control every part of this relationship. We're going to trust each other. It starts with letting go. You got to be willing to be vulnerable and let somebody else kind of do their thing and just believe and trust that it's going to happen. That's how you kind of build it and develop it. Yeah. So I love that question. That's a huge question. As a matter of fact, that one was like a, I wrote a post recently about top 10 relationship questions on Google from 2017. And that was like number three or four, I believe. Wow. Like really high up there. A lot of people had that question. So, um, all right, next question here. Uh, number six, uh, where's the best place to find someone of quality to date? I like that question. It's cool. <laughs> Um, I definitely think that your local church is one of the best places mm -hmm. and within that local church, a small group, um, just for me with friends, all of the best friends that I have came out of groups that I've been a part yeah. of. And so same goes for finding someone to date or finding your future husband and wife. Like you want to find them in a place that is comforting to you in a place that uplifts you and you already know where they're coming from and what their beliefs are because they're in that type of group and it's easier to build a friendship and to build that trust within a group. That's good. I actually, um, one of the first questions I ask guys are like, I can't find any good girls. I hear that question all the time. And, um, the first thing I say is like, well, are you going to any small groups? And if the answer is no, I'm like, well, then you're not even looking in the right place. So I agree with you hundred yeah. percent on that. Uh, next question here. Uh, is there too fast in Christian dating? This is kind of a tricky one because we're involved in a big church and people meet and get married really quickly all the time. And um, I remember kind of judging it when the first time I said, I'm like, oh, there's no way that's going to work out. But, you know, years later, I've seen friends that, you know, they met in January and were married by September and their marriage is great from everything that we can see. Um, but I do think that you do need to take your time, make sure that you do know that person, you know yeah. what they look like when things are good, you know what they look like when things are bad. That way, when you get married, you don't all of a sudden realize that they have a huge anger issue and they blow up. You just want to make sure that you know them through ups and downs and ins and outs and you really know who they are before you take that plunge into marriage. Yeah, I, um, I agree. I agree. That. I tend to be the person who, who waits. So for anyone listening, Alicia and I, uh, I, we got engaged a year and a month after dating 
And three months after that, we were married. <laughs> um, so the engagement wasn't long, but the, the dating from in the area of our influence that we're in, the people we know, they were like, man, what are y'all waiting for? Yeah. You know, we knew each other for years before we were married even, but that was just the right time. So I'm always tend to be, I'm more of a strategic type. So I'm always like, take your time, get to know somebody. Um, one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone's like, man, yeah, we don't even fight. And they're like already getting engaged and stuff. I'm like, well, you want to fight because what if she's crazy? You know, like you don't know. <laughs> or until, vice versa. Yeah, or vice versa, of course. Like you don't know until you've had an argument or something that, that kind of like pushes like the limit of the relationship a little bit. And so I think it's just important to, to, to take time. But I, I get both sides of it for sure. For sure. Okay. Question eight. I just got out of a relationship. How long should I be single? Wow. Um, this kind of goes back to my answer with, with trust. Um, if you are still dealing with hurts from that past relationship or feel like you can't trust people because that last relationship, um, you're probably not ready to jump back into one. I'm a firm believer in taking at least a little bit of time. I see people do all the time. They're like, I'm going to take some time off. I'm going to, I'm going to do a dating fast, which is like my least favorite thing, you know, but I'm gonna do a dating fast. And three weeks later, they're in a relationship with somebody else. I'm like, that can't give you time to heal or even process like that. And that's not the way to do it. That's more of a rebound, whether people want to call it that or not. Um, it's just dangerous to get into jumping from relationship to relationship because you never actually figure out who you are. You never really meet yourself. Yep. And it's really important for you to be whole and to really figure out who you are. Yeah, so I can only speak from personal experience with that. But before Alex and I dated, I was single for years. And especially right before we started dating, I took like a few months where I didn't even like really go out and hang out with friends or anything. I really focused on reading the Bible and getting to know God better, which in turn helped me to get to know myself better. So I was able to handle dating and any ups and downs that I had with Alex a lot better because I knew myself so well. Yeah, that's good. So um, that's kind of the end of our episode here. Do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share? Yeah, I think the only final thought would kind of go back to what I was just saying about knowing myself so well, but that all that time I spent in the Bible, I got to know God really well and really found my identity. And it wasn't in a man or in my job or anything else. My identity is in Christ. So knowing that has helped me so much, and especially in my relationship with Alex, but in anything I do in life. Yeah, that's so good. I agree with that 100%. So you also wrote a blog post about that, which I'll share a link to because it's really good. It's called yeah. Identity Crisis, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Find Your Identity. It's, it's really good. It's one of the most popular on Daily PS. So definitely share a little more about that. But anyway, Alicia... Thank you for being here. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. For show notes and discussion, visit podcast.dailyps.com. Thank you for listening to the Paradigm Shift Podcast.